Welcome to Thugging It Out with your girl Brash and Shawnee Louise. And I would like to take this moment to make the obvious statement that out of the two of us, I am the thug in Thug It Out. There's no side eye. I am the thug. I will shank a bitch. <laughs> Are you sure? I'll put her down. <laughs> With my word, man. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> you are the thuggish, thuggish, what? I'm the thuggish, thuggish bunch. It's not even bunch. It's bone. The word is bone. <laughs> you thug card Reba. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hey. We should, we should put that on the t-shirt. Phallic is fuck. Phallic is fuck. Hey, y'all. Don't sit our idea. That has nothing to do with today's episode either. Um, So, for those of you who are audio right now, what, what? we are now video oh, for yeah. season three. Word Get on the train, y'all. Come see what we look like, how we vibe, and, you know, just, just support it. Just and for those of y'all seeing us for the first time, hello. I am the thug. That is Shiny Louise. She thinks she's a thug, but baby didn't even. Know I the am. I so said I would cut a bitch with my words. Which that I, is with thuggish. Hmm? Ish. <laughs> anyway. Anywho. Who is you? Oh, of course, right? <laughs> <laughs> I am the forgetful, the one and only. Not the forgetful. <laughs> oh, you mean you're forgetful? Oh, not for, not like yes. you're forgetful. Oh no! Oh, that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Oh, my brain is smushed. Anyway. <laughs> I'm brash. I am brash. I am brash, and I am brash. <laughs> when y'all figure that Say out, your name now. five times is not really. They were like, you. I guess that would be a triple entendre at that point. I mean, right? Because I'm brash. I am brash, mm-hmm. and I am the brash. Y'all, we could go through this. Later. Our brains are dead. All right. Bruh. So today we are talking about. Privilege. Privilege. Who has it? Who doesn't? What is it? We don't know. Let's Who talk knows? about it. It was provocative. Privilege. <laughs> Gets the people going. Oh, All right. yeah. <laughs> so I would like to post the first question. Mm-hmm. I believe that everyone has a sense of privilege. They talk about different kinds of privilege. Okay. What privilege do you believe you possess? Um, I honestly think I possess this pretty privilege sometimes. Okay. Um layered with this kind of like i don't even know what to, the right word obviously the right words are not coming to me today <laughs> it's the forgetful thing <laughs> but um i think i would say i do possess pretty privilege whether i use it or not is a different conversation and there's another privilege that i can't put the right word on but it has to do with this kind of like don't fuck with me kind of vibe like mm-hmm. this <clears throat> i wouldn't call it aggressive but like this confident type of feel yeah privilege if you will Okay. I definitely don't think I have pretty girl privilege. Um, <laughs> we can argue, but that's okay. Not on mic. We can do it later. <laughs> we will do it later. Um, I think when it comes to privilege, I definitely have short girl privilege. Mm, interesting. Because I feel like when it comes to the dating scene and all that kind of stuff, typically guys prefer the, prefer the shorter girl for whatever reason. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's a power <clears throat> dynamic. We're not going to talk about that. Um, <laughs> please let's not. That's a whole, let me. Mm, that's a whole other conversation. That's a whole other conversation. Add it to the list. Um, 
But I think I definitely have a short girl privilege. I definitely think that I have black girl privilege. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with my black girl privilege, it gives me more freedom in how I want to look and what styles I want to do and how I want to like be out in the world. Predominantly because you don't question a black woman. So because like, can you break it down a little bit more though? Like what would you consider black girl privilege? You know what I'm saying? I feel like black girl <laughs> privilege comes in where... Why would you ask me a question like that? Knowing damn well I only had that part of it and the rest of it was not did she know that i knew that she had this she was supposed to know we've been there's an actual camera there's an actual audience now yes (laughs) because at first i'll be like did you hear what she (laughs) said cut the camera off now um (laughs) no but so i think when i talk about that like i feel like when it comes to different ways of dressing like whether we're looking at the prissy girl whether we're looking at the like more gothic or more punk girl, whether we're looking at the street girl, like I feel like the way that black women inhabit those spaces Mm -hmm. is so different. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when we could wear the same thing that a palm person could wear, palm colored Mm -hmm. person could wear, and it's not going to hit the same. Okay, can we talk about it? Right. (laughs) We can can definitely wear something and it, it hits very different and it could look odd on them and then we wear it and they're just like, oh. That's what it's supposed to that's, look like. That's crazy. It's the fact that they they bash us for the way that we look and then they steal it. Mm. Okay. How you gonna hate me when you want to be me, baby? Mm. Make it make sense. If you already know if it makes too much sense, it ain't gonna happen. That's very so, true. Le- le- yeah. It's an accurate <clears throat> statement. Okay, okay. So then that makes more sense. I, I would tap into that space as well. Mm-hmm. The, the black girl privilege space. I feel like, like what you're mentioning, the way that we carry even ourselves, right, mm-hmm. in different spaces, it can be counted as a type of privilege. Like, you're not, you don't have the privilege. I mean, I guess I'm taking the word out of context a little bit. But, like, you don't have the privilege to access this type of energy in right. this type of space because you're not this type of person. Right. <laughs> you don't yeah. get to be me. You're not in the club, babes. It's okay. Stop knocking at the door. Like, just go. Get away. <laughs> okay. Um, my question is, what impact or access does privilege create for you? For me, it offers in the, in the realm of clothing, because that's the part of my world and my life that I'm trying to reconfigure and establish right now. It gives me too many options. Okay. Because I feel like there are a lot of different styles that I enjoy. There are a lot of different styles that I'm interested in. Mm. And so, like, I see girls who look like me wearing them, and I can be like, I could do that, and I could do that, and I could do that. But do I want to? Is that genuinely my style, or do I like looking at it, and then I put it on me, and I just be like, girl, why did you try? I think that's an interesting way to think about it, because I'm, I'm even right now, right? sitting in it and reframing it as not necessarily just fashion, but an expression of self, right? And I feel like when you take it into that context, it's a lot more personal. But then you can explore all those options. I know how you do with options personally. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I don't do well um, in case that's what you're writing. But for me, it's one of those things where it's like when you have someone who has never been able to express themselves before, when they finally are, they want to say everything. Baby, you don't need to say everything. That again, and so that's where I'm at. Like, I used to, and we've had this conversation before. I used to buy clothes because I needed clothes to legally leave the house, and it wasn't a matter of you need clothes to legally leave the house. I do it all the time, naked 
That's why you've been arrested seven times. That's crazy. Ooh, she's she's but she's the fuck. Okay, this is something she's not gonna go outside with no clothes on, but she's the thug. Girl, get your life together. Oh my goodness. Um, but like I used to buy clothes because I need to own clothes and not so much because like I yes. like them. Yes. And so now that I'm trying to express myself, it's like I want to express all the things at the same time, and it doesn't work like that. It could though. Have you ever heard of Punky Brewster? Yes, never watched the show. Do you remember what she looked like? She did it all. I've never watched the show. No, but did you like seen her? Image? I've heard the name. Okay, from you. She wears whatever, <laughs> like literally, because I'm like that. So my mom used to call me Punky Brewster. Her Punky Brewster, because I did not give two flying f's. Like, mm-hmm. if I liked it how it felt, I was gonna wear it. Mm-hmm. And if my hair was all over my head, I was gonna do it that day. Like, I'm just gonna go and just live life today. If right. you get in my way and you upset about how I'm looking, that's crazy. That's your problem. Like, but, but, like, it's a part of that kind of concept of, like, being able to just exist, right? And, and say or express yourself the way that you want to in whatever given moment. The other day, even, or I feel like I have this moment a lot, um, where people are, like, the kids sometimes are, like, oh, my God, what you got on? What, what I wanted to wear? (laughs) I showed up to work. Okay. Did you want me at home or here? (laughs) I'm here. But, like, uh, again, going into, like, this idea of expression, I am comfortable wearing whatever. I, I mean, and this is also trying to Anyway, I, like, just being in the comfort of your clothes instead of in, like, the outside of it looking at yourself in it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I feel like that's a different frame of reference that I... I enjoy, and I just came up with it right now. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm going to try to... I'm trying to I just made this up, but it sounded Ooh, really good. Executive decision made. We're about to do this. Like, yes, absolutely. Is there any particular kind of privilege that you wish you had? Financial. Yes. Absolutely. I wish I had the financial privilege to be able to relax. Regularly. You're looking at two women who would love to be housewives. Okay, listen. Where are the applications? I cook and I play and I don't care. I don't know what Cardi B was talking about. I cook and I play. Okay. I can. I don't like it. But I can do it if that's my only job. If you needed a team package. <laughs> we get along as okay, sisters list. and we will be your wife. Twins. Okay, that went. That took a turn. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> anyway. Um, but, no, I, I, I've had this conversation, I feel like, the most eloquently with my trainer when I was in California. Shout out to Jocelyn. Woo woo. Um, but... We were talking about, I mean, of course, health, right? Mm-hmm. And your mental health, your physical health, and the idea of making time or carving out time. But then it turned into this conversation about access to time, right? Mm-hmm. I live in survivor mode, sadly. I have to do certain things throughout the day to make sure I have, you know, what I need to take care of myself. And so that doesn't leave a lot of space or time right. for me to have the luxury of, let's say, going for a walk or a hike every morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like doing yoga or you know having like like regular encounters like that to be able to oh you know what this is good for me so i right. i need to be able to i feel like with financial what was the word <laughs> privilege mm-hmm. i would be able to tap into spaces that would allow me to step out of others and give myself more time more luxury more relaxation can i just ditto and have us <laughs> move forward Absolutely. My thing with financial freedom or financial privilege is I like the concept of 
having that privilege and just kind of doling it out mm. because there's so many things that I want to do yeah. that I need finances for. Absolutely. And it's like, I have the physical ability to right. do it, but somebody always wants you to pay them. Bruh. I mean, also pay me, but okay, somebody always wants you to pay them. And it feels like so much. Like I would love to have a community center. Mm-hmm. With, like, a basketball court and, like, a practice room for band and a juice bar yeah, and all, all of the things. I would love to have a... Why can't I find my finger? I don't know, <laughs> but it was getting real touch and go a little bit. Um, I would love to have a tiny home community. Okay. And, like, give each person maybe a quarter of an acre or a third of an acre um, and just have all the tiny homes. Uh-huh, tiny homes. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that was me being Vanna Black. Oh, my God. <laughs> And I've also always, like, so that's my concept of, like, buying the block. But, like, there's so many things that I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to revitalize a community. So, like, we went to, or I went to um, Underground Atlanta Mm -hmm. yesterday. And it's a beautiful spot. It's got, like, this little courtyard area. I was listening to music and everything like that. And But if you go, like, just outside, it's nothing but spray paint. It's all abandoned. There's, like, homeless people. And I feel like if you could, and it that community is right off of the metro. Mm-hmm. You take the metro, you walk a block, and you're there. And I feel like that's someplace that could thrive. Yeah, absolutely. Especially with being able to take the train. Right, right. That's a lot of foot traffic. Right, and it's like, it's downtown, so it's not too far. It's all this stuff. But it's almost all abandoned. Right. And I feel like if you could take the, those things, and you could, for the homeless people that are there who want to work, like, bring them in. And you could start giving them yes. what they need to get back on their feet. You could revitalize the community that way. That would be great. But I would have to pay for things in order to do that. And I feel like, <laughs> I don't want to say trigger warning, but I don't know who will be listening to this. So if Prepare you feel, your ears. you know, uh, hit, hit dogs will holler. Wait, what? Hit dogs will holler. Oh, okay, girl. Cause I, I thought you thought talking about some go hit some dogs. Shall I not <laughs> No, a hit dog. You know how people it. feel about the I manners. feel like there are a lot of people who have the financial privilege and are doing literally nothing with it because they don't feel the need to share it. Mm-hmm. I feel like there are a lot of people who are sitting on money mm. that they will never have the time in life to spend, mm. but they will not save a person's life with it. That's so deep. That's really deep. I feel like that's a privilege in itself, right? The privilege of compassion. <clears throat> the privilege crazy. of humanity. Yes. Because even while we vent all the time about our workspace and we our work lives, right? We go to work every fucking day, too. <clears throat> but if you think about it as a privilege, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know where my voice is going, but it's going. I'm a little closer. <clears throat> Sorry about that. But not everybody has the opportunity like we even talked about like five minutes five to ten minutes ago like we not everybody has the opportunity to look outside of themselves yes and i feel like it once you get to a point where you can and you practice it often mm-hmm. then you can tap into your human side right <laughs> like instead of you being a magician or a mechanic or whatever you're doing going throughout the day monotonously like that word anyway <laughs> um th- like tapping into the just viewing of others mm-hmm. simply as just being human. I feel like it's a luxury. It's, it's a privilege. So why do you think, because I, I feel like a lot of times when we hear the word privilege, when we talk about privilege, it has such a negative connotation attached to it. Mm. Why do you think privilege has become such a, and I hate how 
whatever this sounds, but why has privilege become such a dirty word? I feel like it stems from our, of course, connotations. Um, this is the English teacher and me. It's the our connotations. connotations. The connotations. But we are also looking at privilege through a lens of rejection. Explain. So when I hear privilege, I do have a negative connotation of it, right? But it stems from me understanding privilege of what I, as in what I don't have mm-hmm. instead of what I do, right? Mm-hmm. So there's that deficit-based mindset that's already at, at work, but then also understanding like, oh, like, like you just mentioned a minute ago, you have a privilege that you're not even trying to share with me. Right. <laughs> like, I feel rejected. I feel mm-hmm. like I can never tap into that privilege because it's yours and you're not even trying to give it any, to anybody, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like if we can shift our perspectives and even our language around privilege, because it's not a have and don't have, mm-hmm. it's a tapping in and not. Right, because everybody has the opportunity to tap into it if you. Yeah, if that's what everyone you need. has some kind of privilege, right? right? It's kind of like you take what you need and you leave what you don't. Mm-hmm. The table, this, this is the privilege table, guys. Right. Every privilege is on the table. <laughs> take what you need and leave what you don't. But it's like other people have bigger hands, or other people. It's it's not fair, but also, or it's not equitable. I should say. Mm-hmm. But it's happening, right? And I feel like that's the reasoning because we're so busy looking at everybody else's plates that we don't understand that, okay, baby, you might just got cornbread and greens <laughs> right now. But, like, you eat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't need the right, hand You may not want this that. food, but you have right. food. You allergic to shrimp, baby. You ain't supposed to have this on your plate. This, mm-hmm. got, this is the shrimp jambalaya. This dirty rice, right? You can't have this. Like, so I feel like that's a part of it but then there's also this like you're not ready for that yet conversation mm-hmm. that people are not ready to have with themselves like you're not ready for the if 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 the universe was just like oh you wanted that privilege boom gave it no, to you tomorrow you'd screw, i'd screw that <laughs> exactly uh. exactly that's exactly what i'm saying so it's a tapping in but there's also like a level of growth i i believe that needed the what <laughs> My brain is completely mush. Man, okay. it's been a long day. <sighs> Honey, I've, and I've been up since 2 a.m. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Since 2 a.m. That's disgusting. Anywho. Um, but yeah, there's a level of growth that also needs to happen, I think, before we can actually tap into the types of privileges that we're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so my question is, you said you don't have, you don't believe you have pretty privilege, but I... Now I feel like I'm very average. I do too. <laughs> the I like I am and that's very across the board. Average. I have people telling me like, you're the smartest person I know. And I'm like, I am stupid. What you're the smartest saying? person I know. You don't know you a lot don't of intelligent know people. You don't know me. Sorry like, you, for that. You know so many things. I know a little bit about a lot of things. And <laughs> that's it. Right? Wait, I want to back up. Yes. I want to add that I feel like I have a form of like a relatability privilege. Okay. Because especially like at our job, there are a mm. lot of people who you and I have a lot of students who come by our room all yes. day, all day long, right? Please leave me. I'm alone. in the middle of teaching. They talk about open up the door. You're not my kid. Listen. No. Um, <laughs> but there are also a lot of teachers in our school. I imagine because I don't leave our hall. Um, but I also imagine there are a decent amount of, of teachers at the school who don't have anyone coming by their room. Right. Oh, that sounds so sad. Oh, my God, don't say that. Right? But I'm sitting here like, get out. Get out. That's the bell. Get out. And I would much rather do that than be sitting there and be like, Mm. 
I'm in my planning period and nobody's bothering me. I have all the time in the world to do all of my work. I mean, yeah, the grass is um, definitely sounding greener, but... Right? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I think that's a privilege because I am not someone who opens up very easily. Yeah. But my the teacher version of me does. The teacher version of me yes. is very much like, come here, what's wrong, what's going on, let's talk about it, breathe, what do you need, let me... Da, 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 da. And then you get to know the non-teacher version, and I'm just like, why are you talking to me? Oh, my God, the non-teacher version Oh, my version God, you're crying. What is happening? Makes me want to pinch her every time. Because I swear I don't know how to talk to people. Mind you, we get about 200 students a year, and majority of those students end up coming back, waving at me in the hallway, seeing me places like, visiting my classroom on the periods they don't have me and the periods they have me and when they're no longer right. on any roster. Perfect example. We just went to Chipotle and somebody recognized you as their old teacher. I have and no idea who that like, baby is. Hey. To be fair, I don't know if he was an old student. This man <laughs> just looked at me and like he looked at me and he was like <laughs> and I went hi <laughs> like yeah. And just immediately turns around like, oh my god. Yo, I didn't gosh. tell you when he walked to the crab thing, we locked eyes again and that nigga winked at me. Ew. First of all, ew. I have no idea who that is. He looks like one of the kids at the school. You know Everybody that looks like one of the I kids. I know, and I've been coming home. This is me. You got a brother? You got a sister? You look like somebody Girl, I know. I'd be everywhere else, nowhere near the school, thinking like, are you one of my kids? Oh, so that is a privilege I definitely have. Distance. Distance is a privilege. It is. So I don't live in the vicinity of this particular school, and mm-hmm. I enjoy that <laughs> because I don't run into the kids. But also, these first of all, these kids are very. Let me just frame this positively. Resourceful. There we go. They're very resourceful. I had a kid have my Instagram within two weeks of being in my class, and I said, "Oh yes, I'm so glad that it's private." But then also, See, this girl was like, "Oh, so you live at that?" I said, hey, "Baby, where did? How did you who? Huh?" First of all, I grabbed her lips because you talk to a room for kids. Mm-hmm. And you can tell your mama I did it. You can tell your mama I did it. Shut up. What you talking about? That The last number was almost out on my address. And I said, I don't know what you thought. Mm-hmm. But the distance privilege works. I've always been this person who, like, like you mentioned it, like, doesn't feel comfortable just letting everybody have access to everything. So I need to know. Like, I need to see you coming from afar, hear mm-hmm. you or something like But Sorry, I didn't mean no, 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 you're fine. You also have the privilege of, <laughs> this is very specific, you have the privilege of remembering people's names. <laughs> I, I cannot. It literally, I could be like, hi, I'm Shawnee. You are, and you could be like, my name is Mark. And what I heard is, hi, my name is Shawnee. What's yours? My name is. <laughs> That's it. I did not hear your name. We went to the, I told you I went to the underground. Saw my coworker. He was like, oh, my God, hi. I was like, oh, my God, hi. He said, what's your name? I said, my name is Ford. I was like, what's yours? And he told me. And I called her. And she said, I already know the answer to this question, but what is that man's name? And I said, girl, I think I forgot to listen for it. I literally was like, what's your name? Stop listening. And get, well, she gets mad at me. First of all, this turned into a vent session. It sure has. The privilege of being able to vent <laughs> on audio and video. And in the same room as the person that you're, you know, this this is, you know, like, she, yes. Oh, she Lord. gets mad at me because I, she can see when I stop listening to her. Absolutely. And I'm just like, listen, 
But now I feel like you get it because my brain shuts off without me knowing. I didn't even know I stopped listening. I'm looking at her like, why she stop talking? And she like, are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> I was ready. <laughs> um, yes. So I, I mean, I would I accept. I receive that because I think it really stems from wanting to be seen and feeling like I wasn't. So I had. I've just realized that my. <laughs> this is gonna sound really weird. I just realized that my name is Brittany. Like, I don't like when people call me Brittany because it just sounds re- really weird, but it's my name. But nobody calls me that. Literally, I don't. nobody. Nobody I calls don't. me that. And my coworkers usually call me my last name. Mm-hmm. Um, even some of, most of my closest friends call me my last name. Or it's Brie. Ah, I said that on camera. Brie? <laughs> Brie, yes. My family calls me Brie. Brie is for Brianna. My mom almost named me Brianna, so maybe she got a little bit more attached to Brie. I don't know, but that's what they call me. <laughs> so, like, hearing my name is really weird. I feel like... I'm going to do that when I'm mad at you now. <laughs> <laughs> she smiled and immediately took that shit back. Because don't have me out here like, who the, fuck hey. she, who the fuck is she talking to? Who, Brittany? Where you at? She calling you. But, like, it, it's a it's a shock when I hear it sometimes. But I've also learned that people have a better experience with you when you use their name. So I feel yes. like in relation to what we're talking about, it is a privilege, right? And mm-hmm. But it does also go back into the privilege of relatability because those kids go majority of their lives not being seen and mm-hmm. people raking the coals over their names like, Absolutely. and so i'm like i've even had to have conversations with them about making people choke let them choke on the letters that come Absolutely. all of those letters that are in if we names. can say charkovsky i cannot if we can say <laughs> any of those like palm colored people names it's with the- <laughs> with seven consonants and no fucking vowels <laughs> If we can do that, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's real. Then you can say you can say the name. Because yeah. people what I don't understand is my, my and my mom says this all the time. My name is five letters. Mm-hmm. And people choke on it. Yeah. It's five letters. My mom was like I gave her five. <laughs> There's no ishas or equas no or apostrophes, no or, um, or uh, imaginary letters where I just threw them in there, you don't say them. There's no Right, right, right. Punctuation, oh, that's like. That's real. And they're still like, what? I don't. <laughs> Can you say it for me? <laughs> Can you pronounce it one more time? Like, what? <laughs> Help I, you know what I hate? Oh, what's your name? Shawnee. Well, can't I just call you? No. And it's that. I mean, I'm always here for a good nickname. Don't get me wrong. But you need to learn how to say my name before you can nickname it. You also need to have a relationship with me. Like, oh. let's not do this thing where you're, hey, Brit, Brit, baby, don't ever. Think that that's okay. I don't lie. Yeah, yeah. I really do. Another thing that kind of um, oh, this is bad, but uh, yeah. grinds my gears a little bit is the fact that like people like when people introduce me as their nickname for me. Yes. Don't give them that access to me no. because no, they don't know me that way. They're gonna know. So that's when I do introduce myself as oh, I'm Brittany because mm-hmm. now I'm like you're a stranger and then you get the strange. <laughs> you are a stranger. You're a stranger and I don't want you to have any of my aliases. Like I would like to talk to. the the mic camera real quick on behalf I don't even know where the hell to put my book what on behalf of all not the crossing of the, the good teachers that exist on behalf of all of them not the 
And if you're trying to figure out if you're a good teacher, baby, that's... It's you. That's, it's you. Yeah. If you got to ask, baby, <clears throat> the answer is you. Well, there's some people that I know, they think I'm talking to but them, and I'm not. They're not asking. And I'm not. Yeah. All right. Evaluation <clears throat> already? Students. If you have a teacher that you like, if you have a teacher who gives a damn about your life outside of their classroom, okay. if you have a teacher who will give you water, who will give you food, who will buy napkins and snacks for you, Anytime if you have a teacher who will sit there and listen to your petty ass problems, Baby. if you have a teacher who is willing to give you a, some extra credit when your ass didn't do the regular credit, okay? okay? If you have a teacher who's willing to make up assignments even after you failed every goddamn regular <clears throat> assignment <throat> I gave you, baby, you have preach, privilege. Preach, preach, preach. You are privileged because I need you to understand. <clears throat> and I say this to my children all the time. <clears throat> I don't give a damn if you like me. And I don't. Oh, look at I me. don't care. And 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 my students are like, aren't you paid to did it? Let me please understand. No. I'm barely I get paid to give you the resources necessary for you to be successful in the class. I give you the resources necessary. I am nothing more than the best motherfucking resource in this room. Because everybody has had that teacher who hands them the book, makes you do the book, and then sits down at their desk and don't talk to you again. <clears throat> or they have had the teacher who teaches just like this in a monotone and gives you this information and this information and this information. And does not ask you if you understand, does not try to remediate, does not try to help you after the assignment has been given. Hmm. Baby, if you have a teacher who will go over the same material four or five times in the day, if you have a teacher where they teach it to you three times and you still can look at them and be like, I don't know, and they tell you, give me, give me a second, because those were all the ways I had. <laughs> Let me find a new one. If you have a teacher who holds tutorial after... Their contracted hours because not all teachers get paid for that shit. Nobody actually does. <laughs> Baby, you are privileged. Okay. How about that? And understand your privilege for teachers who do all that for you, that you love, <clears throat> that you remember for your whole life. You are not privileged to access about their personal life. That now, hold on, Deacon, because hold on, baby. Yeah. Do you need to tap in? So, so look at your neighbor and say, neighbor. Neighbor. That ain't my business ain't now. My business and I'm going to mind my own till I can't find my own. mind my own till I can find my okay. own. You hear me? Because what? Don't you feel look. like you get all this information. I had a child look at me today talking about, you got a man? How is that your business? Because you're not him. <laughs> I guess. I had a child look at me today and be like, you got kids? Oh, you must not want any. Number one, no, I don't have kids, and whether I do, it does not matter to you. Second of all, I do. Are you calling me Barrett? <laughs> are you saying I look too old to have these little niggas? Like, mm -mm. what? And then my kids look at me talking about, it's about time you had kids. <clears throat> are you my biological clock? <laughs> Who the fuck? No, that's real. I think I think that is. It is a privilege to have, like... I need to get that out. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was really... I, I just sit specifically 
face the camera. You put that shit said, out. You, if you think, if you thinking if it's you, it's you. <laughs> Only a hit dog holla if you're sitting here like, Stop is she it. thinking about? Yes. Is it me, Jesus? It yes. Is. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, Brash. Um, my bad. You're fine. I think it's um, it's a double edged sword. The privilege of relatability because it blurs the boundary between professional and you know friendly, but. I think for us specifically within our personalities, we do thrive on having a good rapport with our kids and knowing and having them know, yes. right, that we're, we love them mm-hmm. regardless. Um, and we love our jobs. So, well, not our jobs. I want to say that. We love I do love my job. I think we love our, our careers because mm-hmm. this place, um, we can talk about that The privilege <laughs> of being able to disrespect somebody Ooh, who gets to come back every Ooh, day to be disrespected. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. The privilege of being the villain in a toxic relationship. The privilege of being the villain in your story and everybody else's. (laughs) Okay. Okay. And and then the audacity to have have to say you took my line. The audacity. Oh, they lying, baby. No, somebody is telling the truth. And it ain't you. Anyway. it's um, never you. But I think there is a boundary that should be created. Have I mastered it? Hell no. I'm trying. I, I mean... But it, I mean, I feel like because we've experienced these children and the lives that they come from and the homes yes. that they come from and the heart hurt and hunger that they thrive for. Yes. And then to see them and be able to hand them some success in some mm-hmm. way, shape, or form or some mm-hmm. type of positivity or love or kindness or humanity. Or right? hand them the opportunity yeah. to try again. Yeah. Or just to see, like, like for me, it's the names. Mm-hmm. It's talking to them in the hallway. It's hey, hey, like look up from your phone every now and again. You about to bump to like somebody else, or just seeing them smile and knowing that there's one person on this campus that is not gonna just obliterate your shit right. just because you just did. I'm like, okay, cool. Even in my own life, having anger, like today, even I had a kiddo trying to talk to me and I was upset and I was like, hey, girl, like just give me a little minute. Just give yes. me a minute. Let me get my attitude together. I'm not gonna do it with you. I just want to sit over here for, give me two, give me two minutes. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. And I sat there and she just stared at me and I was staring at her. Quiet. Like, I'm ready to talk now. You ready? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah. And we was just goofing off. And it was just like, there's, there's love there. There's humanity again. There's that compassion. There's that I'm seen. But not only am right. I seen, like, she seen me see her see me. Like, all of this. And I will say one of the privileges that comes with students enjoying your existence Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is they are so willing to do for you that they are not willing to do for others yes like these kids i can send them to the ends of the earth and ask them to come back with half a pencil exactly three inches (laughs) and then the most they'll say is you got a ruler like they will Mm -hmm. yeah yeah they will do for you yes because they feel as though you have done and are doing for them and I think that's a privilege that I don't want to ignore either because mm-hmm. there are so many kids that have told me, like, I come to school for your class. No, that's a real I thing. don't care about none of them other classes. I come to school for your class. So if you plan on being absent, you need to tell somebody before I, they get on the bus. <laughs> right. You need to know at least 24 hours ahead of time uh, because I have personally gotten yelled at. Girl. Where was you yesterday? You wasn't at work and you supposed to be making money. You supposed to be here. Where I was being grown in my house. Yeah. Why is that your business? At least it's not well and this is probably this is definitely 
my fault. I'm going <laughs> to take accountability for this. Mm-hmm. I'm late every day. And I have a at least a 20-kid mob at my door. Like, every day. Miss Brasher, you're late. Never mind the 50 kids that told me I was late on the way to my classroom, which yep. is on the second floor. Like, mm-hmm. I get it. I, I drove here, babes. I woke up late. I know I'm late. But now I it's like, uh-uh. About. You wasn't here when I was trying to check. I have kids all throughout the day. Miss Brasher, I came to your class in the morning. You wasn't here. Where was you at? What was you doing? Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Now you want to, okay, hold on now, because it's 3 o'clock. Why are you still mad about this? Like, let's talk about this. But that's a real thing. Have you ever been negatively affected by somebody else's privilege? Yes. Are you willing to explain? <laughs> yes. Next yes, question. I have. <laughs> um, yes. I'm trying to think of a specific example. I want to say it's going to go back to that no loot trip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it, the privilege there was education okay. and financial if you will mm-hmm. well yes because i and from my understanding we were not very clear about our financial statuses but from my understanding and this is my assumption he was in a better financial standing than i was okay um so back to the question the first i think i said this in that episode but anywho the first real kind of like <laughs> i guess lag on a plane that I can remember was a specific conversation where this man said to me, don't be intimidated by my doctoral degree. And I wasn't. And because who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? First of all, we came from the same hood. We went to the same high school. Thank you. And if you thought I couldn't go get that piece of paper, baby, you're wrong. <laughs> so I haven't gotten it. It's not that I can't. Yes. But I, I feel haven't. like there's a privilege that exists and I hate to say it this way, right? Because it's so it's so like stuck in the mud. <clears throat> There's a privilege that exists in the opposite sex that consistently oh. consistently grinds my gears. Can because I it's say? like it's like a and I have I feel like I had I have had this conversation more than once, more than I'd like to. Like there's this air of like you don't know what you're talking about. You oh know my you're God. talking about yourself. Like I don't you do this way. I know you better than I better like but the first, I know uh, everything better than you know anything. And that's what I like to call mansplaining, which I reject fully this like today I had somebody tell me like stop cutting me off. Like you keep like yeah, whatever, waving me off because I'm like, nigga, like you're saying What? You're <laughs> saying what? Tell me the word because I know the definition instead of telling me the word in the def like I'm not stupid. You know, so there's there's a privilege that exists in that space that I feel like De- like consistent, consistently insults my intelligence. They're born with it. privilege and audacity. <laughs> I hate it. Okay, and they get audacity on sale every fucking week. Every fucking every week. week. Clear until Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> Throw back Thursday. Get your audacity. Talk Why about me? the privilege of mansplaining. <laughs> what I specifically don't like, and I don't know if this counts as mansplaining, but I hate when you. Sometimes it starts with you asking me about me, and then I tell mm. you. Or you say something about me and I correct you and then you tell me how I'm wrong about myself. I need to go deeper. (laughs) So, I'm trying to do something. Got it. And you're telling me you're doing it wrong because X, Y, Z. Got it. And I explain what's happening in my brain right now is I need to, I, you're telling me to start here. But I need to back up even farther than your first step because I can't even do your first step. Mm. So I'm going to back up a little bit more and give myself extra steps to get to where you need me to be so I can move on. No, but you're doing it wrong. You don't need those extra steps. Just do what I want you to do. 
but I'm telling you, I can't do it. You'll never do it if you never tried. If you just listen and stop combat being combative with me, then you would. Look at your neighbor and say, okay. neighbor. Neighbor. Knock that nigga out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just get it. But it's just, it's out. one of those things where it's like, you swear you know everything yes. that I, yes. about me. You swear you know everything that's best for me. And every time I try to explain something to you mm-hmm. or tell you something, I'm wrong. Yes. How am I wrong every goddamn time? How? You okay, baby? No. Okay. You want some water? Because I would say, for me, I grew up with that. Okay. I'm never right. Mm. Or, and this is a privilege, you have the privilege of not having an idea, having someone else come up with an idea, and then claiming that as your own. Like, you know what, Brash? Mm-hmm. I think we should go get food. We should go get food. No, no, no. It's not even that. It's, <laughs> Brash, I think we should go get food. Okay. Well, you know what? Let's just head out and go to Walmart and, you know, just maybe get some spaghetti and some chicken and we can come back and cook it. We gonna cook this? Motherfucker, this is guests getting food. <laughs> That's the same thing. Yo, I'm hungry. Oh, you are? You should probably eat. What did you... I can't. She's going on a I'm so irritated. Because it's that it's the male privilege that is it doesn't make any fucking sense. But is that the privilege of it all? Or is that just like the dynamic? It's priv for me. Mm-hmm. It is audacity sprinkled with privilege. Okay. So he put that shit on everything. Everything, <laughs> bro. I will say it is very triggering to hear the phrase if you just listen. Like, it's very, as a woman, is I don't even know if it's just as a woman, but as a grown adult, I'll put it that way. As a grown-ass adult, and that's probably because I've heard it so much as a child. Well, maybe not as a child, but, like, I... I, I I'll hear it, it as way. a grown woman. I hear it too much as a grown woman. But I'm also, I also feel very relegated to a childlike space because I, mm-hmm. again, I feel like because of my short stature, my, you know, petite-ishness, like the way that I'm built. <laughs> my petite-ishness. We gonna claim it, okay? Because, I, like, yeah, I have a small, very, I have a small frame, right? Um, not supposed to be big or tall or whatever the case is. Like, you could tell. Um, but I feel like because those things exist the way that they do or I exist the way that I do, people don't take me seriously in certain spaces, Mm -hmm. which is another negative effect of privilege, right? Preach, preacher. Um, And I feel like I either have to overexert myself or under, or or make myself smaller in order to really exist. And a lot of times I feel like with interactions with males, I tend to make myself smaller. Because if I go to jail behind you, baby, I'm going to tell you right now, now, the whole world is going to be on fire. I'm on survival (laughs) mode, bro. I ain't got the bail money. If I had it, I'd... You know, I'm going to just tell your kids, they all going to give you $5 and we're going to get you out. And then half of them going to dig a hole into the jail and get me out of there. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, one kid, bro, I, got, I know at least five of these kids who going to really. At the very least, I got five kids who going to put money on my books to make sure I'm straight. I don't know if they got the money, but they're going to come visit for sure. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> the phrase, I feel like for me, well, the frame of reference that I'm coming from, right? Mm-hmm. I used to get told, like, speak up a lot. Speak up, speak yes. up. I can't hear you. Speak up, speak up. Like, I was very soft-spoken and, to a certain extent, silent. Like, yes. I didn't advocate for myself at all. And I know that's a very stark contrast to what you see today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I won't shut up. But, like... <laughs> we can't tell at all. 
We only have an hour podcast. <laughs> but, like, I vividly remember hearing my mother, like, speak up, speak up. And at a certain point, she just walked away because I wasn't talking loud enough. Mm-hmm. And, and But on the, like, flip side of that, to hear people then say, if you can just listen. And in my head, listening does not come with talking. And so mm-hmm. it's like I am already kind of, like, pushed out of this conversation to a certain extent because you want me to just listen to you. And I actively feel myself shut down in moments like that. Like, to hear someone who's starting a conversation with you, you know, like, oh, wanting to, asking you these questions, mm-hmm. and then it's like, just listen. Nigga, I don't want to be lectured. And I get a little aggressive at that point. Not aggressive, but I get a little defensive at that point because I feel like if I wanted to be lectured, I would have enrolled in the fucking class. Thank you. Or I would have listened to uh, somebody else's podcast. Or, do, you know what I mean? Like, there are multiple ways to do this, but I don't, this is your opinion that you want me to listen to. So... so- if there's someone who wants you to slow, like, is if it's a matter of you cutting them off or it feels as if you're at that point where you're kind of waiting to speak instead of listening, how should they verb? How should they uh, say that? So. Instead of saying if you just listen. I wouldn't know because I don't even. <laughs> <laughs> no, because honestly, I don't think that verbiage comes from that intent. Got you. I think that verbiage is shut up. I want to talk. Got you. It's not like a, I'm trying to get something across, right? Mm-hmm. Because there are, you could just, hey, hey. And I'm also <clears throat> understanding I have to learn how to listen, mm-hmm. right? Which is what I feel like I've been doing a lot of lately. And it's been running me ragged, I'm going to be honest. It got I got five of these little babies talking to me at the same time. And I'm just like, huh, And they huh, all huh, want to huh, hold huh, the huh, same huh, converse. Huh, like, like <laughs> yes. you're talking about your mom. You're talking about your grades. You're talking about your boyfriend. And you over here just said, I don't and I'm, I'm literally not exaggerating when I say five and I didn't even know I could see five people at the same time there's five kids in a huddle talking to me about five different things yeah and I'm literally and then and then I know we got fr- like she got frustrated me yesterday or a couple days ago because I I do want to listen but then I'm like ha 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 and my attention span goes everywhere and I so I feel like it's not a matter of them, me cutting you off because I'm not trying to listen. It's me cutting you off because I don't want to forget what the fuck you said. And I want to be in this conversation. But like, mm-hmm. oh shit, like and I need something to grasp onto. And I feel like people don't understand that enough. Um, that's that's something that definitely has come up in conversation. What I'm trying to explain, like I'm, I need you to recap a little. Yeah. And then even now, so adding a, a layer of observation, like I need to be engaged on more than just you list, like listening. If mm-hmm. you don't have more than one of my senses engaged, I'm not here. Like, <laughs> I got need to hear, probably need to, like, feel, like, I need, I need at least two. Um, I will say one thing that I feel like a privilege that I don't have is the ability to exist in two different worlds. Mm-hmm. I haven't figured out how to be in the middle because I realized for me... It's like, I will, if I lower my voice and I shrink myself, speak up. What do you do? Like, be seen, be known, speak up. And then I try to be seen and I try to be known and I speak up. And people are like, I'm going to need you to calm the fuck down. It's not even that serious. Why are you doing so much? Mm. I don't know. I don't have the privilege of knowing where the middle is. Can I remark, and I'm saying this as your bestie. I think you're giving people the power of putting you you in a play in a you know category instead of putting yourself there. 
You know what I'm saying? No. Like, the way that you even <laughs> framed what you said. It was like, <clears throat> it's kind of like, and I get it. Your, your, your position is dictated by the energy of the room. You're reading mm-hmm. the room and you're fitting, right? Um, and I'll include myself in it. I feel like sometimes we, even as women, and as water signs, oh my God, how cute. <laughs> <laughs> like, as water signs, I'll say it that way. We, be, we make ourselves so adaptable. Mm-hmm. But we're adapting for our environment instead of letting the environment adapt for us. Right. And okay. I've, because I've seen you go hard in the fucking paint. And I'm always like... <laughs> and when I go like, hard in the paint, there's always somebody who is just like, I'm going to need you to calm down. And let me have that Because <laughs> why? Who, why? She been calm this whole time. You don't want... You and that's what it is. Like, when I go half an inch above where I am, it's always, whoa, calm down. Like, one of my students... Can you can you back up and say that again? And I won't. Okay. And I won't. Well, why can't you? Because you should have been listening instead of talking to your friend while I was talking. Okay, you don't need to be angry. Baby, I'm not angry yet. I'm not yelling. Right. I'm not cussing. And I ain't walked over to you. Which means I'm not angry yet. If you want me to get angry, pulling a hulk. If you want me okay. to get angry. And, that, and it's that. We can do that. But this ain't that. angry. This is irritated. Girl. Because my new thing about to be, if I got to get up out my seat... You ain't gonna like me, and I'm okay with it. Okay, it's a whole figure problem. it out. Figure it out, Jesus. What is your suggestion mm-hmm. for the week? Um, get through it. No, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Well, yes, definitely get through the week. Um, I would say, I would suggest that you count your blessings in the spirit of finding your own privilege, because. That's that's essentially what we've been doing, right? Absolutely. Counting the blessings, affirming ourselves, but also being gentle because in privilege, we I want to say not to be an asshole, but we pull some shit out the air, honestly speaking. Like these are privileges that nobody has ever really thought of, right? Mm-hmm. So be gentle with yourself when you are counting your blessings with and and picking your privileges because they exist. <clears throat> Don't be too busy looking at everybody else's plates to understand that the greens and the cornbread that's on yours is sustenance. It's good enough. It's good. Okay? Well, ain't nobody made them greens like that. And that cornbread, hello, we better hit you with a good spice in but, <laughs> but, yes, that would be my uh, suggestion. What about you? Mine for the week, I just had it in my head, too, and then you, you, you said the thing about the Cornbread and I got lost. <laughs> My suggestion for this week is to recognize, check, and effectively mm. use your privilege. Mm. Check, check your privilege. Recognize, yes. check, and effectively use your privilege. Because there are so many people who are like, I don't have a privilege. I'm just X, Y. But you have a privilege. Even as small as you have the privilege of trying to act like you don't. If you got food. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You are privileged to eat. If you got a place to live, yes. you are privileged to have a roof over your head. Now, if that's all you got, that's all you got, baby. But recognize it <laughs> right. and right. build from there. And can I add, though, to privilege, privileges aren't always tangible. Right. Correct. And even understanding, like, blessings, abundance is yes. not always tangible. So even, like, changing your frame of reference would go a long way in this conversation about identifying and recognizing your privileges because... You can have the privilege of shit being able to afford your bills right now. 
with a maybe fifty dollars extra at the end of the month. Like you know what I'm saying? Like and, and it sounds really small, but like people are like you you are living in one of the blessings that you prayed for right now. Absolutely. And all it takes is for you to practice a little bit of gratitude for that specific blessing in order for it to increase and, and in order for abundance to really be be made in that space. I remember oh. <laughs> I remember what I was gonna say. I, didn't even know. I have a podcast <laughs> that I love listening to. Okay. And it's called Lovers and Friends. Okay. Love I was friends. about to do that. Love yeah. is a friend. Oh, no. That's, it's, I was yeah, wrong love is a friend. Sorry. Um, but this one, it's run by a woman, and she is a sex therapist. Okay. And she tends to uh, kind of break her podcast up into three different pieces. But what she does is she asks friends of hers or whomever to come on the show, and she allows them to choose the topic Okay. that they are comfortable with. And so I love me some Kev on stage and some Melissa Fredericks. And they came on to talk about the difficulty with sex because he is her only and they abstained until marriage. And so then trying to figure out within that, and they're both both very churchy. So trying to figure out what sex looks like around that because church don't talk about it, but they tell you you can't do it. And they don't. She just just had a, a guy on who he's a sex therapist as well. And like I said, she gets, she lets them choose their topic and his topic was male insecurities Mm. and the difference between, um, erectile dysfunction and like a mental block. Okay. And that kind of conversation. I really like the way that she conducts it because she'll have the, the person that she's interviewing. And then typically based off whatever topic they chose, she'll then have a specialist on, on that topic. Okay. And she also has some of her viewers, Comp, like, I guess they like send her voice notes or whatever because you'll hear quote unquote regular people saying like I have this insecurity or I have this based okay. on the topic. I really like it. Is the privilege um, community? The privilege is community. <laughs> the privilege is access to yes. these people. Yes. Um, and the privilege is not only being able to share the information, but being comfortable enough to share that information. Mm-hmm. I think that's big. The comfort, the comfort right there because, yeah. ooh. <laughs> I did not have a comfort zone until I moved out here to you. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is uncomfortable. Yes. But understanding, like, I, because I had settled into everybody else's comfort zone, creating mm-hmm. my own was was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Because now I have to decide what's good and what's bad and what feels good and what doesn't and what I want to say yes to. I don't want to say no to. Like, you know, it's like all these different conversations. But I'm, I'm the adult in the room. And right. I'm, ooh. Ooh, my ears are hot. Like, I'm, I'm freaking out. My mama. mama I hate finding out I'm the adult. You all should talk to an adult. That's you. Damn. I'll be dry. I'll be literally not, I mean, forget where I'm going, zoned out driving. Like, yeah. oh my God, I'm really an adult. <laughs> Girl, you're 32 now. Relax. Like, you've been an adult this whole time. Um, and I'm like, ha ha, let's well. But I'm just like, no, it's not, it's not a thing. But yes, comfort, comfort goes a long way with a lot of the conversations that we've been having. And I feel like um, that, that's a good, that's good nuggets. Good nuggets. Good nuggets. Good little. I should make that noise. Good little nuggets. You've been making noise, girl. I have literally been up since 2 a.m. That's disgusting. And then I try to go back to sleep. Didn't work. So I'm like, okay, I'll just get ready for the day. I've been getting ready for the day. All I haven't day. had a, I had maybe a nap, but I almost work, woke up late. The privilege okay. of being able to go to sleep. All right. Um, okay. That is our episode <laughs> for this week. Thank <laughs> you <laughs> to those of you who made it on audio. Our video got fucked up. Yeah. Um, 
And, and on our Instagram, don't forget to check us out. Thugging it out podcast. Woo woo. Woo woo. Um, and then thank you for <laughs> sticking in there with that child run for the vis- visual. Thanks for coming back as well. Yes. Season three. I'm super excited. <gasps> yeah, uh, bring your friends, okay? They can definitely come to the party. And feel free if you have um, topics that you think we should talk yes. about, if you have any kind of questions, yes. head on over to Thugging It Out Podcast on IG and let us know. And even just let us know what part of the episode stuck with you. Or right. like what parts, you know, you were jamming with, vibing with, disagreed with. I know um, I know. Shani said she wasn't going to read those comments, but I'm still down to read them, baby. We can argue regular all day. Because she that's, never <laughs> I mean, but I'm just coming from a space of love, just to figure out what we can do better. Like, that's mm-hmm. always the goal, right, girl? And um, love y'all. Interact. Bye. Bye.